0: hello everybody and welcome to episode 11 of from deep i'm luke jansen with my co-host phil wiseman phil say hello
1: glasses are off i'm here i'm squinting at the screen let's talk some hoops
0: let us do it we got some fun stuff coming up today obviously we're uh we're starting to potentially yeah tomorrow jumping into the second round of, of playoffs actually sorry first game of the east tonight second first game for the west tomorrow so we are in the second round with some series still wrapping up uh but first you're you're here and we know why you want the from deep stuff so let's let's give it to you first we got some rock paper scissors so let's see if i can keep the keep the streak going i don't know what phil Phil's... will i go paper nah, again that is paper.
1: that is the question will i go paper
0: again paper. uh all right you ready for this <laughs> yeah three two one rock paper hey and the paper wins oh you put scissors though i you, said rock hey, well, but i had scissors up
1: so so we're going audio we are an audio podcast with a visual element i think i win that. i think that. it's a half half i know you let me know in the comment section that the I sciss- won. The it's short. okay. He he put his hand underneath so you couldn't see, and then pulled up the scissors. So yeah, I know have how both. I have both.
0: I mean, oh, if you feel, okay. if you want to win by
1: like by cheating. Hey, hey, you. I've been going paper every time. I'll, I'll win. I'll That's win true. Gladwell. Okay. Oh, okay. uh, you know, know
0: what? I'll, a gentleman bow. I'll give this to you because I'm the true gentleman oh, here on this you. podcast. So hit me with your question. And I am not. I am not, not. a true so, gentleman at all. Since you are a gentleman, a LeBron James are decision. You, uh, that's what you're being right oh, now. Oh no, oh
1: no! <laughs> wow. I'm gonna say, since you're since you're a gentleman, you must like the finer things in life. Oh, do you like the finer things in life? The finest. The finest. Okay, as so you take a sip of uh, brandy, I think you've got a, a smoked uh, a smoking fire <laughs> behind you. It's it's very intimate in your setting behind you. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yes, and good brandy, yes, Yes, quite so.
0: Mm, this this yes, water. So. It tastes like water though, for some reason. That's
1: weird. I told Danielle to put Brandy in there. She didn't listen. That's okay. That's okay. But so you're, you're a man of fine taste. You're, you're a gentleman. You love your fine arts. As I was, uh, as I was out today that I saw some lovely street art and I thought to myself,
0: Hmm, who
1: would be the best artist in the NBA? And I'm talking paint. I'm talking Drawing. Because I, I think you could argue Dame being an artist, being a rapper. i was artist, gonna say, say I don't. I don't know thing. if Music. any of them
0: are that creative, other than uh, than rap. There's some rappers out there. I'm sure there's some creative ones, but okay. But who um, do you think would be the best artist? Your best
1: painter in the NBA? Who do you think it would be? And, the and best why? Of course, painter. Okay, so we're yeah we're specifically talking. We're gonna about specific paint. I'm yes, look since this you're up. a gentleman. You're a gentleman. You you like your finer things. You like your brandy. You got your fire going on in June. You know, some sometimes people say in Canada, it's, it's summertime, but we got our polar bears in the backyard anyway. So got to make sure that we're warm inside. So yeah, I guess who would be your favorite artist, your favorite painter in the NBA and who do you think it would be and why?
0: I'm just currently looking up is, is there any NBA player that's actually ever <laughs> Never, ever been a player? this a is painter? this is the question I don't know if I have an answer to it. uh Google's That's okay. telling me you're... NBA player, accomplished artist Collie steen does some creative work in painting. Colle Stein? Collie Stein yeah. Collie... Yeah, Willie Collein. But okay. it says isn't just a pro basketball player, he's an accomplished artist in his first season with Dallas Mavericks. Collie Stein said he's been dabbling in art for 17 years. Okay, so you're going off the board, Willie Collein. There you go. I wonder if there's any pictures here. We're gonna to have to use
1: that as our, our cover if that is the case and uh give him his credit, of course.
0: Yeah, he's this is like legit. He has like a whole little little small article on it from last year. He's got a little studio, eh? Okay. I don't see Does any he, of his oh.
1: You got one? What what kind of art are we working on? Uh are we talking modern? Are we talking like is, is he doing landscapes? I would DA love to see him at a
0: returned artist who paints for George Clooney. Who what? is Desmond Mason really okay there do you, you remember, go do you remember Desmond Mason Is that is that no played no. for Seattle he was like like uh the NBA all-star dunk contest in 2003 like a legitimate oh, like cool. actual good baller <laughs> and he likes to. is he a landscape guy is he what what kind of art are we looks talking? like like graffiti
1: street art oh that's really cool okay okay and he did some stuff for George Clooney Wow. Okay. So Desmond Martin, Willie Cauley Stein. I I was going from it more like this guy's creative on the court. I think he could be creative with a brush. That that was what I was kind of thinking. Like I was thinking like someone like Kyrie who's kind of a little, uh, some people could say imaginative, opinionated. See someone like Kyrie being creative with his handles, being creative with a brush. You know, I, I could see him something like that. Some of these guys too, they do a lot of the shoe design too. Like I know like LeBron's big into like yeah, the shoe true, design. True, true, true. So I was thinking someone like maybe someone who's good with creating their shoe. So I was thinking someone like that. So I could see someone being creative, like either a Kyrie. Or maybe even like a LeBron in that sense. That's what I was kind of thinking. But yeah, uh, interesting to know
0: about Willie Cully Stein and Desmond Mason. <laughs> There's some some true painters out there. That's. Um, yeah, yeah. But to answer you your go. question, obviously because those ones yeah. I looked up on Google. Um, yeah. You know what? Who I think uh, is probably I don't know if they'd be a good painter, but I would say Baca just because you know he just is into fashion. He's got mm-hmm. his long scarves. I think he actually has a, his own fashion line. He does actually. I know for a fact he does have his yes. own fashion line, and like I guarantee, you when he's done in the NBA, that's going to be like his full time focus. So I'd say he probably he probably have some creative stuff in there,
1: for sure. I feel like Amari was very artsy too. I feel like Amari Stoudemire, he's he's very much a fashion guy too, right? So yeah,
0: yeah. So there yeah. there you yeah. have it. It's a great question, great really? question. Now I got to find Willie Cauley Stein's uh, stuff. I'll do that after I the pod. I know. Um. So my question for you. If you had So it's just a game of 3v3 If you had to pick a TV show Real life uh, TV show Which TV show would you put up Against each other So like you're talking You can't use like cartoons You'd have to like The Office Or Parks and Rec Or you could go serious Oh you're saying like main characters Yeah if you were to pick Yeah main characters versus main characters What TV show would you put up In a 3v3 match Ooh and if you can't think of three, then just like we do two V two or one V one, whatever.
1: Okay. I, I think uh, I'm a fan of the office. Oh yeah. You have to have the office. I, I think we've got the famous basketball episode from the office. I think we got Michael Scott, the man who thinks he can do it all. I think he's going to be play like Russell Westbrook. He's just going to think he can do everything and just tries to do everything and goes really hardcore. Uh, we got Dwight Schrute. Who's going to be uh, being like Chris Paul tucking your jersey? Otherwise, that's a technical foul. Yep. And then you got then you got Jim Halpert on the on the wing shooting some trace. I don't know. That's, I think I they think played. That, that could be there one. is an episode where they played. some Yes, ball. that's exactly yeah. what I'm referring to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I I'd say that'd be one. And then I guess the other kind of show that I would like to see. That's a good question.
0: Who do, who do you have? Do you have another show that, that could battle the office? Well, I was right? going to go with the office, but you took the office. So that's okay. okay. So I was going my battle up against the office was uh a prime everybody loves Raymond uh cast Ooh. of of Ray Romano and and so Brad Garrett is brother. Um Yeah. He, I forgot. I, I want to say cuz I know he's a tall dude. Uh That's the only reason I'm thinking is the big post-ups. He um, was six, 6 he was six, seven oh my goodness i knew he's tall he was tall, oh. but he wasn't that tall uh, yeah so he's six seven so you know he got some post up wow uh and then peter boyle who, who uh has unfortunately passed away a couple years ago the, the dad uh, i'd throw him in there because he'd be your smack talker okay <laughs> that was like my favorite think, show growing uh,
1: up <laughs> uh, everybody i haven't i never really saw that show i i'm also thinking now maybe like uh how i met your mother yeah because uh the the one main character the the main character's there. I'm just trying to who plays Marshall. he yeah, is he's a massive to... dude. He's a massive dude. He's got to be like six four or something. Uh, Jason Seagal. Yeah, Jason Seagal. Yes. Yeah. The, then you've got two, Barney, who's like athletic. You got Ted, who who would probably be complaining. He's he six three be the, like Jason six Siegel's three. Okay, six, I thought he would have been much harder than that. Yeah. So I, yeah, maybe those guys I could see those guys playing some ball too. I was thinking like the Friends cast too. Joey Chandler and Ross, but I don't think those guys would be
0: good at basketball. Their, their TV show that would be obviously. really entertaining. They're not a basketball fans, but it would be funny. To yeah, watch. I uh, yeah. So those, those were was going to be everybody. Everybody loves Raymond versus the Office cast. I would have loved to love to see it happen. How do how do we
1: sim it? How do we sim it? <laughs> yeah. How do we do it?
0: We just got to call them up and uh, get a time machine and a couple million dollars in the bank, and we can uh, we can make it happen. Make it happen. I like it. I like let it. us good know. Uh, let us know what your your uh, TV tv shows who we'd pit against each other would love to love to know um absolutely i forgot to put up the from deep thing again man i'm getting lazy episode 11 and it's all falling apart phil hey, it
1: now. it's okay you're the producer you're doing your thing it's all it's all We've got it apart. from deep we on now we can episode, talk playoffs.
0: episode 12 who knows no oh, we're now. gonna make it we got one more insightful question from deep you don't even know where we're oh, at anymore. Like, I'm, I'm my co-host is falling off. Oh, people. Oh, this is why we're we only got 16 subscribers. 12. That's it. We're falling we're off. We're not though. making it to 12. We, we passed no. our prime at episode five. We're done. All right. We're let's done. jump into our insightful question, though. It's from Deep. Yeah. You hear that swish. My apologies. That wasn't there earlier. But the question is, and it's a big one. What's next for LeBron James? LeBron. It's
1: a good question. I think, obviously... We were very high on the Lakers, I think both of us. I I had them going to the finals. Anthony Davis goes down. They lose to the Suns and a heartbreaker. LeBron was attacking near the end. I was watching the game at the end, and I saw them get within 10 and then him go to the bench like they're done. They're not not making the comeback and forcing game seven, which was sad. I, I think what's next for him? Space Jam. He's not playing in the Olympics. He is focusing all his attention to marketing the movie Space Jam 2, taking on the Toon Squad. I think he made comments to his, uh, as much as well. So it's all about Space Jam, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think the advertising portion, but I mean, I guarantee his mind is LeBron. Le, le GM is, is working in full motion. Um, Dennis Schroeder is mm-hmm. definitely not going to be there next year. Uh, that's pretty much a guarantee. I mean, he took it out of his his, um, Instagram that he's not a Laker. He did it before game six. Uh, So there's some cap space clearing up there. There's a couple of people coming up as unrestricted free agents. Uh, It was clear that LeBron needs some shooters on the team. Um, Yes. I mean, if those are wondering, is LeBron done? Absolutely not. He's not LeBron, you know, six years ago, but he's still amazing. And, And really, the only reason they lost that series, and I'll hold to it, is that Anthony Davis was out. Um, it, I I, just, I don't think I don't think the Suns get by or at least goes to a game seven and it's close. LeBron's just not what he used to be at thirty seven to be able to carry it. But his role players were probably the worst role players he's had in a long time. Like nobody showed yeah. up. There was no, you know how I mean like we've seen some other series where role players like Austin Rivers on Denver hit like five threes to win uh, game game four or game five. Uh, we've mm-hmm. seen role players step up on other teams that have just been big. Derek Rose stepped up and won a game for the Knicks. I know they didn't make it through, but. The lake, like who on the Lakers role players did anything? Uh, it, well, Schroeder tried to do some
1: things. They brought him in to try and be a shot creator, but yeah. it didn't, he didn't step up in the limelight, you know, and he turned down a big contract as well during the season. So
0: I I wonder if he thinks to regret that move, I guess I'm we'll see as free agency. Sure. Comes. The Lakers are happy that that's the case though. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm yeah. I'm sure very happy. He didn't sign that now uh yeah Yeah. we were just saying too we're finding the stats there it's crazy like lebron is, is not done he's 37 he's he's got three more years in the league for sure he's waiting to play with his son as long as injuries don't bar him down um as of this year and he probably would have been higher in some of these other things lebron is now top 10 for every stat that exists in the playoffs Top ten for every stat that exists in the playoffs. So we'll go over it. games played first, minutes played first, wins first, plus minus first, points first, steals first, field goals first, free throws first, assists second, threes second, triple doubles second, double doubles fourth, rebounds sixth, blocks tenth.
1: That's unbelievable.
0: And and I feel like that's unbelievable. Rebounds that's... and blocks and double doubles and triple doubles. might have not gone up had he got through the first round. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and second in assists, and he's not a point guard.
0: No, I know. Second in
1: threes, and he's not a three-point shooter. And sixth in rebounds, and he's not a rebound. That just shows how good of an all-around game he
0: really has. And it's helped that they've made it to the the finals year after year after year. But, you know, that's also because he got them there you know what I mean it's not like I know people might 100%. say well it's because he's played so many games like well guess what the only way to play more games in the playoffs is by winning <laughs> yeah and this was his first time that he's lost in the first round of the playoffs yeah which is
1: a hell of an achievement already when you think about it
0: and and again it probably wouldn't happened had ad had ad not gone down so exactly right. I don't yeah, want to. I don't want to take anything away from the Suns. I, I do think oh. it would have went to a game seven. I think it would have been very close. But I, I mean, I my favorite would have been with with the the Lakers, had uh, AD stayed in. But as you talked yeah. about Space Jam, our last thing before we jump into our playoffs here, the Space Jam curse Phil.
1: <laughs>
0: Every NBA player to star in twenty twenty one Space Jam: A New Legacy has their team eliminated in the postseason before the second round of the NBA playoffs. That's
1: because it's gonna happen in real life. It's a live action, Luke. That was just a preview. It's a live action. They wanted to make sure they had it freed up. It's coming out during the final week of the play of the season, right? Yeah. I think it's at the same week that the finals is set to go. So that's why it's a live action.
0: We all knew that. Come on. They had to lose so they could go into the and beat the goon squad. I, I, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> They're saving
1: the planet. They're saving the planet. It's it's important. They've got more it's important. important things. That's
0: true that's true yeah well you know what's more important phil talking about the playoffs so let's do it because there's lots of cool Ooh, stuff that's baby. going on. let's get that nba playoffs a big wham jam bang. <laughs> nba playoffs let's talk about it phil there's lots of cool stuff happening i'm gonna let you take it away with the east and then i'll take the west yes, sir. but uh yeah let's uh jump into it all right well in our eastern playoffs we got the
1: philadelphia 76ers that beat the washington wizards four to one I think the most exciting thing that happened during this series that was unexpected, a fan got tackled on the floor. Um, I don't know what all these fans are doing running and under popcorn. the floor now. And the popcorn thrown at Russell, Russell, Russell Westbrook. Oh, there we go. That's a tongue twister for you. My God. Just a name and your tongue twist, and that's what happens, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but yeah, so the Philadelphia 76ers beat the Washington Wizards 4 to 1. We both had the Sixers winning. I had him
0: in five. That came true. I think you had him in five too. That I came did. true. You can never count. Russell West broke out. Uh, he'll always get one. He will never get I swept. Think,
1: uh, the I think big, the made. biggest thing. Go ahead. Yeah, he might get swept. But no, I was going to say the biggest thing that probably happened in the series, minus this fan, is obviously Embiid being out with that last game and tearing his meniscus. I think that'll be, well, apparently he's day-to-day, which to me is stunning that you can have a torn meniscus and, and be day-to-day. It must be a very minor tear. Um, I was looking and, and looking at some stuff and listening to some podcasts this week. And that was the injury that kept him out for the first year, uh, when in his rookie season So before he got to his rookie season, he had a torn meniscus and he didn't play. So for him to be day to day with a torn meniscus to me is crazy.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting for sure. Uh, we'll just quickly jump over for the Atlanta, New York, and then we'll jump right back to mb Yeah, um, Atlanta, New York. That was, a f- uh, Atlanta obviously winning, uh, was it four, four one, right? four to Oh no you're no, right yeah, four, four to one four yes to it was four one. to one so it's yep. a gentleman's sweep which i we you know i had atlanta in seven to be honest uh so that was quite uh quite remarkable new york came in with quite the steam and and, and atlanta cleaned it up um now mm-hmm. you know did, I, there's not much i have to say about that series atlanta did their things really when you take a look at it new york had a lot of people who just didn't have any playoff experience and it showed up continually game after game and uh yeah that uh that's, that's pretty much all she wrote. Yeah, and and we both picked the Hawks to win, so it kind of makes sense
1: and now we've got a second round matchup between the Philly Philadelphia 76ers and Atlanta Hawks. I I think it'll be a really interesting series given the matchups that'll kind of be in play. Like Trey Young's going to be against a massive Ben Simmons. Yeah. He's got almost a foot on him, I think. And yep. then you've got Tybal as well so the, well that they're going to throw at him. And I think the most important question that I got written down here is, will the Philly crowd continue the chant of
0: Trey is balding. You know, Trey I, is balding. <laughs> I, I think Trey Young reminds me of like an Allen Iverson and like, don't stir the pot. Uh-huh. Don't, don't stir the pot. That man will eat it up. <laughs> uh there is actually i saw an inst- a tiktok actually today of him in high school yeah. and he did the same the bow at the end he won like it was a tournament or i don't know what the game And he gave the bow and then it sparked right over to him in new york giving the bow and it's like he's always been the villain and he feeds off that stuff so if philly knows yeah. any better don't don't stir the pot with that guy if anything just be quiet that'll that'll make him more cold than feeding into him with chirping um and what yeah. i was going to say with to pull back to Embiid because i didn't want to run that off yeah said, of course. Um, uh, the reason I just want to talk about that is this is probably the best case scenario uh, that Philly is now you know second round against Atlanta. Atlanta's still a solid team, but definitely a chance for him to rest. Because uh, if they were up against Milwaukee or Brooklyn, um, he would be sorely missed.
1: Yeah, and I think the um, what I was listening to today, a couple people were saying that a torn meniscus at least is typically a three week heal if you don't go for surgery. So. If he manages to play this series, then oof, it'll be tight. But even if he doesn't, it's a three-week heel. So you wonder how what percentage he's gonna be for Philly. And and can can Atlanta upset 76ers? What who do you got for this series? Do you got the Hawks winning? Do you got Philadelphia
0: winning? Who do you think's gonna win this? So in my pickums I actually put Philly in five. Now that was with a healthy okay. Joel and Bede. Mm-hmm. I do still think the 76ers are very deep with a ton of defensive rotations to sh- kind of shut down Atlanta because they don't have a ton of scoring. It's kind of from one person, they got a ton of rotations. I mean, look, uh, they, we're going to talk about the Clippers later, but they've been doing a bajillion rotations on Luka, and Luca's a far better player than Trey Young right now, and Luca's killing it. I don't think Trey Young's going to be putting up 40 <laughs> a night for be Atlanta. Top. I, I, you know, I, I all respect to Trey young. I think his game is going to grow and he's going to become an amazing point guard. And he already is starting to show that. But if, if I just don't think he's going to be able to due to height restrictions already, like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be a tough matchup. I, I, I would still say I probably have Philly probably say Philly. And so I probably hold it at five. I, I think Philly's here to take care of business this year. And, uh, they got a ton of ton, They showed that when Joel and B was out, that they could still win a lot of games. And, uh, Atlanta, I don't think, has the depth. I think it'll be a really interesting series. I'm I'm on the fence with this one,
1: honestly. I, I feel like the Hawks could upset them, depending on how Trey plays. But I think Philly's got such good defense. That's where I'm really torn. I could see Hawks in six, but I could also see 76ers in five. I, I think I lean closer to where you are with the 76ers winning this game. When, when Embiid went down earlier and they just played with Simmons, I think a couple of years ago, they went on a 16-game winning streak or something. So yeah. I think the 76ers will play well. They'll probably spread out the floor, allow Simmons to kind of facilitate, drive, and kick. So I, I think the 76ers will win as well.
0: And they I'll have say five, too. they have a great backup in the center with being able to throw in Dwight Howard. Um, yes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, look, he's not Joel Embiid, but I'm saying like it's not like they're – it's not like Denver where, you know, when Jamal Murray mm-hmm. went down and congrats to the, the Denver point guards for playing so well, but like, you know, they're they're going to struggle as they come up against harder and harder teams. You um, know Dwight sure. Howard is a very serviceable center in the league um, and they have some great rotations in there as well to back him up with some guys off the bench. So th- they're very prepared to fill that role um, and there's a lot of other people that will take over the scoring.
1: 100%. Anything else to add in this series before we jump to the next one?
0: No, let's do it. Let's jump to the next one. Yeah, so
1: next series uh, that we've got coming up is uh, Brooklyn versus Milwaukee. But that being said, let's just chat about quickly what happened in the first round. So Milwaukee beat Miami for nothing. We spoke about that last week. If you want to go back and listen to it, uh, Milwaukee really took it to Miami and absolutely won the series. Anything to add with that? Or any, do you just want to move on to what happened with Brooklyn-Boston?
0: The state of the Jimmy Butler seeking a, a max, which is interesting.
1: Oh, he wants an he wants an extension. Eh? That's interesting. Yeah. So we'll
0: see we'll see what happens there because he didn't really yeah. prove anything in the playoffs this year. But he also killed it last no year. Kidding. So we'll see. That's yeah, it. I guess we'll see. That's all I have to add for that. Yeah, and then we've got Brooklyn, Boston. Brooklyn
1: won in five games. Famous Kyrie stepping on Lucky the Leprechaun's head, stomping. I I don't know what he was doing here, but hey, if it was the shoe on the other foot, so to speak, we have Jason Tatum. Running up and jumping all over the Brooklyn ball, I think the Boston Garden would be chanting and screaming and cheering. So I, that's that's my Boston accent is pretty bad, but
0: you got you got what I'm saying. Better, better than what I got. No, I mean it's all basketball. I know Kyrie. Like I don't know Kyrie, but he's into a lot of like spiritual and different mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's kind of almost like a cleansing thing. I wonder if that was like his way to be like, he's a weird dude in that sense. Like the things that he he does and I, like, I feel like that to him was like, he was, there was something that represented to him. I don't think he was trying to disrespect fans. I think like he was doing that for himself. I don't think he was doing that because people were watching. Hey. Adam
1: Silver said no more incense. He said just stump on Lockie. Is
0: that what, yeah. what uh, you're reporting? I, okay. I do wonder uh-huh. if it's kind of mm. like a, let's get this out of the past. That, <laughs> he's a weird dude, man. I wouldn't put it past him that that's what he was tr- like, where his headspace was at. That, that, I didn't see any
1: comments by him on it either. I, I'll ha- We'll have to do some do- digging on that and see what he says. Because he did, uh, you know
0: what I mean? Like you don't step on that and he didn't like look around and be like, what? Uh, you know what I mean? Like Like typically if you do that, he just like, it's almost like he just quickly went over, stepped on it for himself and then walked off the court
1: yeah and there was no one around yeah, yeah you, i think you're probably it, it was, right it was, a, it was probably something internal for
0: him that he he is like he had to do something and and whatever yeah. that's that's on him but i don't i don't think it was like a disrespect to the celtics it was it was something he had to do
1: yeah and, and i guess the last bit of news that we had with this series here before we jump into the preview with uh brooklyn versus milwaukee uh danny ainge has stepped down as the president of basketball operations uh danny don't make a trade ainge now moving in with uh good looking. Good shooting. I don't know where we're going with this, but good looking, good shooting. Brad Stevens moving in as the president of basketball operations. He's stepping down as coach, up into the big suites. No longer going to be having the clipboard in his hand, but he's going to be having that cell phone making calls.
0: Yeah, it's a good move
1: by the by the Celtics. What's your thoughts?
0: I mean, I'm sure Danny was just ready to retire, and and Brad I Stevens so. has done a great job coaching the Celtics and continually always getting them to the playoffs and. It's time for him to, to make the step up and, and see how he does as a basketball operations manager. So I, I wish him all the best.
1: Yeah, I think as well. I think it was about eight years with Ainge in the office. So I think it was time probably for them to kind of make a move, try, and, try something new. Um, I, I've been hearing some interesting trades that uh, could potentially be coming. Don't think they'll be coming. We'll chat about that a little bit later when we get to an upset Damian Lillard. Uh, but here we go. Uh, we've got our Brooklyn Nets. We just had our first game of the series. They're up one nothing against the Bucks. I believe it was 105-107 to end that last game. James Harden went down. Uh, he did something with his hamstring, his right hamstring, according to Sham Sharania. Sham Sharania. And uh, so now we've got... A, that's how you have 1-0. to say it every time now. Uh, that that really is. I, I'm just doing it every time now. So I, I guess my question to you is Nets up one nothing. Can the Nets win without James Harden if he's out for the rest of the series or out for the season. I I don't know. There hasn't been too much on this. This just happened. Uh, do you think the Bucks bounce back? Do you think the Nets got it? What's your
0: thoughts? So they lost by eight. Um, yeah, the Bucks did. Um, Milwaukee outscored them in the first, uh, and really you can see the game they lost in the third. They they got outscored by um, mm-hmm. by a little bit there but pretty much master him, match them every other quarter. I think James Harden is the most, uh, plus minus he's, he's the most positive net player for the Nets. So he's definitely a, a, a big, big loss. If, if he's going to be out for a while, uh, tonight we saw that really the reason Milwaukee didn't keep in was unfortunately free throws, which is kind of embarrassing, but it, you know, it, it does happen. And, and especially, uh, Giannis has proven over and over that he's not the best free throw shooter. Uh, yes. If, if James Harden is out for the whole series, you know, the Bucks Bucs should take care of business. I mean, you can't, you can't throw, and that's what I was talking to some guys I was playing basketball with today. You, you, you really can't throw Brooklyn out of it because they have three superstars.
1: Yeah. You just, well, now they're down to two, potentially. But though. still, two
0: two very capable superstars. Or are you counting
1: Blake Griffin now as a superstar <laughs> yeah.
0: after this last Former game? superstar. I'd, I'd say, hey, after you played tonight, you got go count him an all-star. Um, 18 and 12. 18 and 12 mm-hmm. is no, no joke. Uh, but, yeah. you know, like, you just can't count the Nets out because they have such offensive firepower. But the Bucs should be able to take care of business if James Harden is out.
1: Yeah, I think it would be really interesting. You're right. So they, they were 11 and 19 from the foul lines, 58%, and then 6 of 30 from downtown the Bucks. I, I can't imagine they shoot that poorly in game two. I mean, Brooklyn's crowd is not, not that energetic. It's not really like they're playing in a hostile environment. If they bounce back here, make some adjustments, I think we can see a tie series going into Milwaukee. And I think that suits the Bucks well. Um, that being said, They've got they've got Kevin Durant. I feel like every time Kevin Durant plays, this team goes to the finals, right? So that's, that's kind of where I'm still leaning. I'm still leaning Brooklyn, even with James Harden down. If Embiid is down too, that could really open up the road to the finals for the Nets. Um, I think the Nets will win this in five games. Uh, we'll see if I'm wrong. Uh, five games, I know. I know, I'm, I'm feeling a little Ooh. spicy with that. I know, it's our hot take, ladies and gentlemen. Nets in five, even with James Harden down. I or, had where you go I had this? Brooklyn
0: in 7 again this is post injury now potentially. Yeah. Um pre-injury you mean, right? Pre, pre-injury. Yeah. 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 Pre-injury I had uh Brooklyn in 7. Um if James Harden's only out for a game or two, like yeah, Brooklyn should be able to take care of it. If he's out the whole time, man. James Harden is his next level. He's He's uh, extremely good. He's a great playmaker. He kind of gets everything going. Um and the Bucks, yeah, I I think the Bucks will win if James Harden's out for the whole series, but we'll see. That time time will tell. That's a you would say Bucks in seven preliminarily um, if he's out. If Harden is out, yeah, I'd say this is going to go to a Game Seven no matter what. Yeah, yeah, I, I I really like the Nets. I
1: don't know what it is. I just I love how Durant plays, and I think they're just so good with him, right? So I, that's why I'm leaning that way. I'm probably a little too two into them right now at this stage let's
0: let's be honest it'll be a fun series definitely keep your eyes up for this one that's gonna be a fun fun uh fun series for sure now mm-hmm. who you yeah, i know you had who will win the east series our last question um you know i i, I had philly obviously this joel and bead news is 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 scary i do think for sure philly will get to the conference finals if they're up against if they're up against brooklyn full power i think i think uh um, Brooklyn wins without Joel Embiid, but if, if Joel Embiid's back, I think the six, 76ers take it. Jump into the West. We got some some fun stuff going on over there. We're uh, still got one more one more game uh, for Dallas and the Clippers. If you haven't been watching basketball or you're not a huge fan of basketball, I encourage Oof. you to watch this because these are what basketball is all about and very much could promote an addiction for you for the rest of your life into basketball <laughs> because it is it is fun to watch. My goodness. Um, mm mm-hmm. There's some, you know, like we're Kwai Leonard is, is being Kwai Leonard. First couple of games he was pretty quiet, and now he's basically pulling out his his as many people have speculated that he's a robot. The guy's shooting very efficiently. It's quite it's quite scary how efficient this man is shooting. I think the last game uh was it 17 of 25 with 45 points? I um, believe
1: it was that exactly. That's right.
0: And some some dangerous back-to-back threes he's just once he gets into robot mode it's all over <laughs> terminator mode turns on and robot mode. <laughs> that's true he's yeah he, he he's a perfect uh, build through the spurs i know he's not there anymore but that's what the spurs build they have for for a long time they build emotionalist warriors who just get it done and it's crazy um so yeah it's gonna be a battle luca uh, has been killing it he's been putting up a lot uh, he's been scoring roughly about 60 to 70% of his team's points per games. So, uh, the only way Dallas is going to win game seven is, is literally by having some of Persingas needs to have more than a double digit game. I think he's had one in the series. Oh,
1: Persingas has been such a disappointment in this series. Honestly. And there's not really anybody guarding
0: and, him. That's like super tough. Like it's yeah. No, he he, he needs to have it's a big really game. tough to watch. Um, yeah. it's yeah. He needs to have a big game and, and you know, Persingas has shown that he can, um, he's he's done well before he's he's played last last um couple years he's done well so you know um maybe he's just in his own head so let's hope he comes out and plays Luca, um and this is a cool stat that i found out today has four career 40 point playoff games so uh and just so everybody knows this is the first time he's played 11 career playoff games <laughs> and he already has four wow. career 40 point playoff games that's the same as Melo, duncan dame Quai, carl malone had in their careers
1: wow and he's 11 games into his career <laughs>
0: and 22 years old.
1: My God. Yeah. He, he is phenomenal. That just, I think just one thing before we keep going on here, I got to say like this, the ball is in his hand every single time down the floor and no matter what the Clippers are throwing at him, doubles, hedges off screens, the way they're playing him and he's still figuring out a way to score or pass the ball to get a score it is phenomenal. And he's injured and he's injured and he's hurt his neck. Like to me, like to have a superstar, that is a superstar. You look at someone like him and you can't help, but think that he's going to be the face of the league for years to come. When you think of someone like, uh, like Dane that has played, could you imagine if if he had a pairing, like someone like Luca or had someone that could actually help him, so to speak, my God. And if, and if Porzingis is playing like this and they're still in this, in this series and Oh, unbelievable.
0: Absolutely. Unbelievable. Yep. It's my man crush. Huge. If you can tell. Hey, <laughs> yeah, he's got yeah. great hair too. You gotta get, you gotta give him props. Good to looking no, dude. It's going to be a great game seven. Make sure you watch it. Uh, who you got Phil who's winning it.
1: I pick the Clippers to win this. I, my, my brain says Clipper. My heart says Luca. I, uh, Oh, it's, it's just, it's just a divide. It's killing me. I, I got to go Luca.
0: I don't I want my heart to win. I want I want I want, I want Dallas to win too. I do think somebody else has to step up though for it to happen. If nobody else yes. steps up on the team, it's not going to happen. And I just want to see the Clippers blow up. I just want to see the Clippers. The Clippers oh, blow me, up too. Up. me too. Me uh, too. I don't Kawhi, know what it
1: is, but like everybody, no, hates the Clippers, yeah, and I,
0: I kind of love it. I kind of love it. first. I don't know if I hate the Clippers. I just I'm mad that quiet. But that everybody wants to wants, see them like, lose. Everybody well, wants to see them. I have lose, my right? personal that's vendetta hilarious. against quai for leaving the Raptors, <laughs> and I appreciate that he won us a championship. <laughs> and I'm not. There's no angst against him, but I don't want to see him succeed either. Yeah. So that's like you know because yeah we could have run it back so either or i kind of hope they lose because he's a free agent and then uh we'll see what happens there because the clippers will probably blow up if uh if they don't make it to the first round
1: yeah well said
0: now on to our next series so we're gonna have jazz the they uh they beat uh the memphis uh and it was gentleman sweep four one Memphis, congrats. You had a great postseason. I believe
1: what's actually referred to as a douchebag sweep where they let them win the first game and then they go for (laughs) it. Is that what it is? Okay.
0: Well, there you have it. I did not know that. So we're adding some new terminology (laughs) into my life. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah. Not no, a good was, terminology uh, for you to know. But I, I, I believe that's what it's I, referring to as. Makes sense. It's kinda, <laughs> yeah. it's kinda a, it's a, exactly what it, what it fits. just said. It it fits. It fits, right? One hundred percent, man. No, it was great, good job by Memphis. They played well. Uh great, great future in store for them. Jaw, great. Um, but yeah, Utah's waiting to see who they're up against. Um and I know, you know, Jazz are well rested. Uh I you know Either they match up against the Clippers or Dallas, and who do you have um, winning that one, If either or? Ah, oh,
1: either or. Well,
0: yeah, I think that's the debate, right? I feel like even though the Jazz are
1: the number one seed, I could see either Dallas or the Clippers being favored in this series. Um, I think the Jazz are really good, uh, but I would have to probably go with whoever wins this game tomorrow uh, on Sunday. Dallas versus the Clippers. I yeah. feel like that team could potentially beat the Jazz.
0: Utah is. I don't know your thoughts. Utah is built to beat Denver. Yes. They're built to beat the Lakers. They're built to beat Philadelphia. You know, having the defense player of the year in Rudy Gobert, uh, they got a killer uh, in Donovan Mitchell. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're really well favored against pretty much every team in the league, uh, except I would say they don't match up well against against the Clippers or Dallas.
1: Yeah, that's kind of how I feel, right? Because they have they have a really good center and they have a really good point guard. Well, I guess the Jazz have, like, obviously they've got Mike Conley and they've got Donovan Mitchell, but I don't think they have a Luka stopper. And I don't think they have a Kawhi stopper. No, And I think that's where, that's where I think Dallas, as well as Los Angeles, has the advantage in those players. And those are their main players. So I, I think you hit the nail on the head. They're built to play those other teams. They're not necessarily built to beat these teams. That's why I think Dallas or Los Angeles could actually beat the Jazz.
0: Yep. Yeah, I I think so. I had Dallas in seven. I have a lot of game sevens, Mm -hmm. and probably went too hard hard on the the game sevens. But I just there's some really good teams out there. There is, and Utah has the altitude advantage too, right? Like I think that's got to play a
1: factor in as well when you think about it. Like when you think of like Denver and Utah, they have altitude, so there is a bit of an advantage to their home court even more. Um, I think it'll be an interesting series i think all these series are fantastic like basketball like you can i think you, you we were talking about it last night where you were saying you can really see the next generation is here like there's no leBron you i think you should talk about this because this was your point last night I, I think you really spoke well about it
0: yeah i mean you you're seeing basically your 30 year old plus superstars not making it past the first round for the first time in a long time. Um, you know, you match, you look at Golden State. They didn't even make it into the playoffs when they Memphis beat them. Memphis shouldn't have beat them. I, I understand the Warriors were down and they were beaten up, but, like, technically, the Warriors should have been able to get in, squeezed in the eighth. Um, you potentially have the Clippers being gone. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, both in their 30s, going to be potentially swept out. Or not swept out, but taken out. Um, Denver mm-hmm. versus Portland. Uh, you got Dame Lillard, Nikola, now a young 20-year-old, taken out. Clippers? Or sorry, Lakers versus Phoenix. Um, you know, Chris Paul is older, but let's be honest, it's Devin Booker's team. Chris Paul's the floor general, but it is Devin Booker's team, and, and now the Lakers are gone. Um it's it's gonna be fun. It's it's even you can say
1: Westbrook too, right? Like Westbrook is gone too. Another yeah. big star name that's in their thirties. The only one that's really left would be Durant, right? Yeah, and I feel like Durant. He's, like he's
0: on like a superstar team. Though, So yes, like, it's kind of exactly. like, like, you know what I mean? If, if any of the teams I just mentioned were on the same type of superstar team, I don't think they would have left in the first yes. round. Um, hundred yeah. percent. So yeah, it's, it's quite interesting to see, uh, this next generation step up and there's a lot of good players to come. Uh, the, the future of, of NBA basketball is, is in great hands. I also think though, a lot of these older teams that have been swept were unhealthy, And a lot of these guys are still very, very talented. We're seeing a lot of NBA superstars being able to play into the late thirties and play very well. So I don't Mm -hmm. think these teams are going anywhere. I just think that the playoffs are going to get more exciting every year because the new generation is here. So now it's just going to be a battle. You know, your top eight seeds on both sides are going to be fighting because the, the next generation is here and ready to play, and the old generation is just like, we're still good too. So it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Basketball's in some good hands, but let's, let's jump on. we got a couple more to cover here um, before we wrap this up. we got the Suns-Lakers. Uh, we know that that is now over. Lakers, uh, sorry, Suns 1-4-2. Um, we... Dennis Schroeder, we kind of covered that already. So, I mean, you know, the Lakers got a lot of things they have to restructure. They're they're mm-hmm. not, they didn't show up. They weren't healthy all season. I'm not going to make excuses for them. Their role players aren't very good. There's a lot of role players coming in free agency. Uh, the Lakers need to do some big offseason moving. Um, Denver, Portland. Portland um, lost uh, Denver 4-2. Uh, Denver was without their starting point guard. Jamal Murray, Portland really should have wrapped that up. And immediately after they lost, uh, the next day, Terry Stotts, their head coach, was removed. Mutual fire. Or mutual parting ways. Uh, it's time to, uh, you know, Portland's saying, let's finally, let's try to blow this up. Let's do something else. Um, and Dame was even saying himself, is sad to see, but like, he's like, we can't even beat a team without their second best scorer. You could even say first best scorer. Um, so you're going to see some movement in Portland. I do feel bad for Terry Stotts. So I was looking it up. Nine years as the the head coach. Wow, almost um, a decade. His first year was with Dame, uh, and that was the first year Dame won Rookie of the Year. And uh, for nine years, they didn't make the playoffs the first year. That was Dame's first year in. The next eight years, they made a playoff experience. Playoff. So it is kind of weird. I was wow. looking into that. Like I understand you got to blame it on someone, but I don't think it's the coach's fault at this point. It's the team around mm-hmm. them. If you get your team to the playoffs nine out of eight years, and the only reason you didn't make it the first year is because your superstar was a rookie. <laughs> um, yeah. And like yeah. the Blazers had a ton of injuries with superstars. Like when, you know what I mean? Like they had a lot of trouble. I, I don't think that's mm-hmm. a coach's fault. I, I think that's a, a GM not putting the right team together, but Terry thoughts is going to be picked up by someone and uh, they're going to very much appreciate it. I, I tend to agree. Well, You think, because Dame was a high draft
1: pick, I think he was drafted in the top 10. So obviously they weren't very good the year before. So then for them to make eight years in a row, make the playoffs, that's pretty impressive. I think the last four or five, so last five or six years, they were first round exits, I think four out of those years. So there were quite a few times where they did come up short. Um, I think the question is, where do they go from here? Uh, do Do they trade CJ McCollum? Um, one trade that I heard that was kind of interesting is obviously what if they decide to trade Dame? Like if they decide to trade Dame, uh, there I was listening to I, I believe it was Simmons' podcast today, and they were saying what if they trade Jalen Brown for for Damian Lillard? That's an interesting trade because a younger guy could be a little bit more interesting that way, but. It's going to be really tough for the Blazers to make any moves. I don't know. We'll they, see. Right.
0: Dame has been, they've been saying that he's out to pick the next head coach. I think Dame mm-hmm. is, is, is going to be retiring a Blazer. Uh, I, do think, I, so. I do. I hope so. I don't think he's planning to go anywhere and it would be silly I don't think so for Portland to offshoot him. I think you're looking at a Norman Powell, a CJ McCollum, a Joseph uh, Nurkic. Um, you, you've got yeah. some other pieces that are going to move. I don't think Dame's going anywhere. Um, His brand is Portland, right? His yeah. brand is I'm here, I'm tough.
1: Uh, Paul George, you're a wimp for leaving. You, you suck. Bye, bye. Go, go, go. Yeah, I, I, I don't. This think, is my place. This is Portland. I, I don't, don't think he's think going, anywhere, going anywhere, anywhere. I hope he's not. I hope I'm, he's not. To be honest, he
0: won't. They'd be silly to yeah. let a guy like that go who's like super dedicated and shows up every year to play ball. Um, he's not going anywhere unless he chooses to go somewhere. And I don't think he will. So either or past that, I obviously have talked a lot about them. I was a huge Blazers fan. I was hoping that they did well. Sad to see him not make it up, but now we're on to the next part of it. And uh, you know, I was wrong about Portland and Lakers. So it's going to be a Denver, Denver Suns matchup. And this is our last talk here. It's going to be fun. Uh, It's got, you got a lot of young players. They're going to be battling. I do think again, with the weakness of point guard at Denver, although their guys did step up Austin rivers. I don't even know. He's crazy. Um, Denver, Denver's Mm. guards, anyone could have had him, anyone could have had Austin Rivers and the Nuggets picked him up and he's, he's been performing. Denver's guards have been playing really well. And I mean, they met, they matched up against, uh, a CJ McCollum and Dame Miller backcourt. So, you know, like that's not an easy backcourt to, to play against. And, uh, so yeah, it's going to be fun. Who's who, what's your thoughts on, on that series? Well,
1: I think your comments earlier about the future generation, this is a future generation kind of matchup minus obviously Chris Paul. But I I guess my question for you is, Chris Paul and Devin Booker, is that better than a CJ and Damian Lillard backcourt? Do you think that the Nuggets can hold their own against a Booker and Paul backcourt in comparison? Like, Dame and CJ are really good, but I think Booker and Paul are a little better. Do you think similar, or what's your thoughts?
0: I would say better in the sense of, of CJ McCollum and Dame are very similar players. Yeah, they're scorers, right? Yeah, where scores. Chris Paul is a floor general. And, and I would yep. say Dame can be a floor general, but he's never had a team around him to have to like to be a floor general, so he's had to score. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I would say, yeah, the Paul Booker is much better because they complement each other where it's more like iso ball in Portland. Like, okay, CJ, you do your thing, and then next time down the floor, I'll do my thing. Um, right. So, Turns. yeah, I, I do think having the ball in Chris Paul's hand, and, and he's going to be up against some point guards who don't have the IQ, and Chris Paul, I guarantee you is studying this game and, and, and every single player and getting all the stats. It's just who he is. He's, he's going to be breaking down the weaknesses of these players. Cause he's a little bit older. So he has to be smarter and he is a smart guy already. It's going to be fun, man. He's yeah. I, I,
1: I think this will be a really good series.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's going to be fun. And, and I don't think, uh, you know, Denver, Denver matches up really well. I, um, Obviously, I had the Lakers in six, so uh, that's against Portland. So I'm very wrong with those picks. Um, so now <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have to say I would I would probably take Phoenix here, though. I I think they've shown that they can. They're here to play. I, uh, this is another head and heart. I I think head
1: Phoenix Suns, heart Denver Nuggets. I love Jokic. I, I
0: would love to see
1: them win. I'm going to say Nuggets and Six. I'm going to say Nuggets and Six. with
0: Nuggets this one. and Six. Okay. All right. We we differ on our, on our opinions and that's okay. You're, you're allowed to have wrong opinions, Phil. So. I know. Those <laughs> right opinions will get you every time, Luke. They'll get you every time, buddy. <laughs> so that is our, our show. It's It's been a blast. Uh, these playoffs are going to be more and more fun as we're ramping up and getting closer. Um who you got? Who you got winning? I'd love to know who who you think are going to take this next series. Who's going to win the NBA playoffs? Uh, shoot us some comments, and uh, we'll be back next week for episode twelve and uh, prime and ready. Phil, any final remarks?
1: Just just a little pat on the back or a little pat on the back to technology. My AirPods lasted the whole episode. I'm Ooh. so happy.
0: <laughs> i'm so happy good job everybody. thank you for listening thank you for listening <laughs> ladies and gentlemen appreciate it it's been a blast and uh yeah we'll catch you all uh next week peace Ciao.